Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming program author Michael S. Zimmerman, and he is the author of Suburban Bigamy, Six Miles Between Truth and Deceit. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder, the selected interviews are available at our website, as well as on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. Michael, how are you? Great. It's wonderful to be here with you, Don. So tell us a little bit about yourself, please. So I wrote this book to really capture this experience that I went through, this crazy family experience with a lot of emotional trauma. Prior to going through this experience, I thought I'd lived what felt like a very ordinary life. I'd gone to college and graduate school, and I had worked in the financial services industry for over 25 years. And I just thought the existence I had and the upbringing I had were very ordinary until we made this shocking discovery about my father's double life. So tell us about your book. So it's really a remarkable story. We uncovered my father's secret double life that he had carried on for over 40 years, where he had a separate family living six and a half miles away from us for that whole time. It was a great amount of emotional fallout that resulted a lot of trauma. I went into a deep depression as I worked my way through learning everything about my father and losing my relationship with my father and the trauma that went along with that experience and then piecing my life back together and i capture that recovery process also in the book wow so who did you write your book for specifically who's your target audience here certainly men and women and someone who you know thinks about family or their children or their parents and their family structure and Anybody who has struggled with a depression or a challenge in their life can really relate to this story. And there's themes like father-son, baseball interests that woven throughout the story. My father and I had a shared love of baseball and the Chicago Cubs. And so that's in there too. So anybody who's a baseball fan, certainly a Cubs fan, because I make specific references to experiences with my father at Wrigley Field and being a Cubs fan in Chicago. But really, it appeals to men and women over the age of 18, and really anyone who has children or has parents and maybe had a struggle with their children or with their parents, any type of an emotional experience. And that's really one of the things that stood out to me going through this is really realizing how much we all probably have something we're struggling with. So it really can resonate with a reader experiencing the struggle I went through and how I recovered from it. So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? There's certainly this idea of the trauma, the emotional trauma that resulted after we unraveled all these pieces to my father's secret life, the healing process that went along with piecing my life back together. It was such a shocking experience to find out what my father had done for so long and how he was really completely different than who we thought he was all along and how that just absolutely unraveled all parts of my life for several years. And, you know, then you have to pull your life back together and the healing process from the trauma is really the big part of this story. 
So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? So I think about this idea, and I'd never thought about it before I went through this, this idea that, you know, we're all really probably struggling with some challenge in our life, emotional trauma or depression, some personal matter. And so for me, that's really one of the things I gained perspective on through my experience was this theme of struggle and recovery and, you know, being resilient and keeping everything in the right perspective that things are going to get better. Even at the worst moment, things are going to get better at some point and you just got to keep pushing through. And that's really what worked for me was just this consistent struggle until things just got better. It took time and I didn't have a perspective on it early on in the process. But when things started to get better and the cloud kind of lifted you started to recognize certain things were just getting better in your life, then you realize, wow, I've made progress. I've got to keep making progress. Well, it sounds like a fascinating story, and at the same time, it's a heartbreaker. How did you find out about his secret life? My father had gone into the hospital for an elective heart valve replacement procedure, and he had some complications during the procedure. And the interesting detail was he had gone in for this procedure unbeknownst to us. He had not shared that detail with us. And so when he had a mild stroke during the procedure, afterwards, he had to contact my mother and let her know what had happened and what his prognosis was and his path to recovery. And the story he told my mother about how and why he ended up in the hospital just didn't sit right. It was too murky. So my mother called the hospital to ask questions and she got a nurse on the phone who was very transparent about his health and what he was there for. She also made a remark to my mother that she remembers meeting her. And that set off bells for my mom because my mom hadn't been to the hospital. So my mother called me and I called the hospital to do a little digging. And that's when I got a nurse on the phone who, again, was very open and transparent about my father's condition. And I just said, hey, you know, I'm on the East Coast and he's here in Chicago. I'm worried about somebody checking on him. And that's when the nurse said, oh, your mother and your sister and her baby are here visiting him. And of course, I don't have a sister and I knew my mother wasn't there. So that's when the alarm bells really went off. And we started researching on the Internet everything we could under my father's name. And this other family, their names just started coming up along with our names. And that's when we knew something was going on. So what was the fallout like once you put these pieces together? It was really shocking. My mother had made the decision to file for divorce while my father was still in the hospital doing rehab from his stroke. He had mild impact to one of his legs. So he was doing rehab in the hospital. And my mother had him served with divorce papers while he was still there. I received the first phone call after he was served. And he said to me, Mike, it's dad did you know your mother was divorcing me? And I said, yeah, dad. And he said, well, why? And I said, well, dad, we, we found out you have a secret life with another family. And uh, he said, well, I better call your mother. And it, they spent the next year battling over finances to settle the divorce. And during that time, we still had a relationship with my father. We were trying to extract as many details as we could from him about this other family and how it happened and what happened and why and everything. And 
he would give details a little bit at a time. And we started to really put a picture together. And about six months in, we learned that this other family really didn't know anything about us. They didn't know we existed. And we notified them and we let them know we existed. And that created a lot of, as you can imagine, a lot of tension between all the parties and the fallout just got way worse. It was no longer just the emotional trauma we were feeling. Now my father was kind of trapped between both parties and he now was fighting a war on two fronts in a sense that he had both entities in the know instead of just us in the know. And it really ended up leading to the severing of our relationship with my father. And once my parents' divorce became final, he literally turned around that week and legally married the other woman right then after that. And that family put walls up around him after that and really kept us away from him the last five and a half years of his life. So how did this impact you and what was your father's response to you? So my father and I had always been very close. I considered him my best friend. We had a lot of things in common, our shared love of sports and skiing and the outdoors and fishing and these hobbies and activities that we'd done together all my life. We were both huge Cubs fans, Chicago Cubs, and we you know go to games every year at Wrigley Field. So he was really, I felt, an important person in my life. And learning that he was just this different person really unraveled me because I wasn't only losing this best friend, I was losing this whole idea of what I thought my life had been. And now I'm looking back over those years with my father and thinking about, am I questioning everything? The order and place of everything that I knew with my father and my family felt different now because I now had insight into those times when he wasn't home. Now I had insight into where he was and why and how he was spending his life when he was out of our house sometimes. It ultimately led me to a really deep depression because I was battling the destruction of our family and losing this great best friend I had my father and then learning all these awful details about what had been going on for so long. So what was the response from the other family? There was real disbelief. I had sent a letter to my half-sister and she looked up my mother's phone number on the internet and called my mom and they had a conversation and then my mother indicated that the half-sister wanted to speak to me my mother gave her the phone number and I had a conversation with her and it was great in the sense that we were both able to piece together the holes in our life and so for example my father owned a car dealership which was closed on Sundays, but he often left the house early on Sundays to go do paperwork at the store. When in reality, I found out he spent every Sunday with the other family. Meanwhile, they thought he was traveling on business five, six days a week, and that's why he was never home. Initially, there was a positive response because I think we realized we could learn a lot from each other. But then my half-sister went and confronted her parents, and there was huge fallout on their end once that happened. And my half-sister and I never spoke again. Their walls went up in that other family, and there was never any conversation again or exchange of information. And I've never had a conversation with my half-brother. What toll did this experience take on you? It was a really emotionally traumatic experience for me, and I didn't realize the depths of the depression that it put me in. I didn't realize until way later when I was in it, and 
So I'm thinking about, you know, initially it was helping my mother and her trauma, but it really unraveled me. I lost this relationship with my father, who I consider my best friend. And our family unit was now torn apart. And in the most unlikely way that we found out there was this whole other family for 40 years that my father was also spending time with and living with. And they were living so close nearby, six and a half miles away from us. So it was really traumatic to lose that everything you thought you had had all your life. I was 42 when I found this out. So it really unraveled me. And I was you know, barely treading water in my day-to-day responsibilities at work and in life and my relationships with people and friends. And it was a real struggle on a day-to-day basis to kind of make heads or tails of what had happened to myself in my life. And so it was a very deep depression that took me years to pull myself out of. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? I certainly think about fathers and mothers, anyone who's had any type of a family experience or trauma or emotional experience. You know, we think about things like infidelity and and how commonplace it has become in probably all of our lives. We either know someone who's experienced it or it's affected us directly in our families. There are themes and topics within this book that really appeal to adults from all walks of life. Certainly anybody who's interested in baseball, father-son relationships, because there's themes of father-son and baseball throughout this book. And certainly the themes around recovery and trauma and the healing process and the idea that we're all probably struggling with something. And I've had readers reach out to me to express to me how meaningful this book was to them because of their own relationship issues they've had with their parents or their children and how the book inspired them to work on their relationships. Do you have a website? Yes, it's michaelszimmerman.com. You can also type suburbanbigamy.com. They both take you to the same website. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Michael S. Zimmerman, and he is the author of Suburban Bigamy, Six Miles Between Truth and Deceit. Michael, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you. It was a pleasure speaking with you. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com, and whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorshow.com. Theauthorshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.